views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub from Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. This is the time to empower yourself. Now, here's your host, Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Welcome, welcome to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman Schaub, and today we will talk about the mind and the body and the connection of both and how we can use them or how we can use that connection to improve our health and well-being and also to heal ourselves. Now, many of you know that I am actually coming from a family of doctors, that I started my path on a very allopathic way as a cardiologist. And uh, I was always feeling in the job as an allopathic doctor that somehow when patients came to me, they were looking up to all of us doctors as, okay, you're going to fix me. You're going to heal me. I need you. And on some level, there wasn't really a sense of confidence or a sense of, well, you can give me whatever you want, but ultimately it's my body who does the healing. And for some reason that bothered me. And I think it bothered me because my parents had such a holistic approach to healing. They came from a small town in the Black Forest They in Germany. They really had that, uh, you know, that role of the, the family doctor who knows everyone. My dad hand delivered literally about 10% of the town himself because at that time the nearest hospital was rather far away. And he told very fascinating stories of how he sometimes had to go on skis to the farm in the middle of winter and somehow, you know, deal with a breech birth, a complicated delivery, and how he was sweating bullets. And thank God that person made it. And, you know, it's still a patient of his, you know, 20 years later. So they had that sense that a patient, a human being, needs to be looked at as a whole system not just as a symptom, not just as a complaint, but really every aspect of their of their existence, of their life needed to be taken into consideration. So that included, of course, uh, just how the body that they had was functioning and how they treated it, but also their environment, their jobs, their marriage, their upbringing. So they took time to really learn to know the people that came to them. And they also took time to empower them, to give them the sense of the doctor makes the prescriptions, but the patient does the healing. 
and I felt that was a very powerful approach and uh, it also gave the the patients a greater motivation to stay healthy to greater motivation to be involved in their own healing and when I worked in a huge hospital university hospital in Munich it just completely changed because there it was much more mechanical approach higher numbers that we had to deal with much less time per person and and it was again that feeling that a person that came to us just automatically gave their power away and that is something that then when i worked on uh, on uh, you know shifting away from cardiology and focusing more on the let's say emotional heart that is something that i wanted to help people with how can we use our own innate healing potential to heal ourselves how can we stay healthy and well by just working more intrinsically with that what we naturally have because we all know our cells have the abilities to repair cancer and uh, you know repair the dna that may be uh, broken or affected our immune system is extremely powerful has a wonderful memory and is very effective in fending off uh, viruses and bacteria so we, we are actually designed to stay healthy and not designed to break so what can we do to get that healing potential going and uh, and part of that was that um, realization that our thoughts our emotions our mind play a huge role in our physical body and i, I remember very well that my my head of the department at that time, he didn't believe that emotions have anything to do with cardiological issues. And uh, well, this was, uh, yeah, about 30 years ago. And and science has changed. Research has found that, that those thoughts, our attitude, how we feel has a lot to do with what our body is doing. We know that our immune system works better when we are more positive and optimistic there have been studies that showed that there is a, a sense of emotional vitality that actually improves our health and well-being. I will talk about that study more uh, after the break. And there are also vice versa studies that have shown that anxiety, stress, depression can lead to severe health issues. I mean, stress is now considered as the greatest health risk in uh, modern societies. So that is all to say that the mind-body connection is a important key when it comes to our health and well-being. And today I have invited a, a specialist, someone who has been studying the mind-body connection and has been really uh, done some uh, very powerful work and, uh, and has put together an organization that is also really focusing on helping people to use that approach of the mind-body connection in, in the context of uh, also other alternative approaches to heal cancer, chronic illnesses, and so on, and get a deeper and uh, more empowering understanding of it. I know Johannes 
since I think uh, now like 15 years. So we have met like beginning of 2000 and uh, it's such a, a pleasure and uh, just a joy to see how his work has been more and more unfolding. His latest is um, a TV, a lifestyle prescription TV that he uh, started uh, not too long ago and he just had a summit that uh, I think ended this weekend, which was an incredible success. So much more about Johannes and his work and the mind-body connection, but let's maybe we do after the break. So uh, let's take a break early because I don't want to miss any time with Johannes Fisslinger, founder of Meta Medicine and Lifestyle Prescription TV. So when we come back, we will talk with him and we will talk more about how we can use the power of the mind-body connection to heal ourselves. We will be right back. Gifted intuitive healer and spiritual teacher, Sarah Luce, brings her unique style to the hit show, Small Steps, Big Breakthrough Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in each month as Sarah turns reality on end and shows us how to experience expansive results with simple yet powerful steps. Expect an enlightening bend on what you currently believe is possible. For show details and upcoming topics, visit SarahLoose.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-O-O-S.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. If you're dealing with fear and anxiety, you've probably noticed that the more you fight these emotions, the stronger they seem to get. Dr. Friedemann Schaub, the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, explains that instead of suppressing, we need to identify and resolve the deeper, subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety. His personal breakthrough program has helped thousands worldwide to overcome their emotional challenges. To learn more, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com and schedule your free consultation with Dr. Schaub now. Tune in to the hit show, Mouthing Off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. 
We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Well, welcome back to Empowerment Radio, and I'm so delighted to have Johannes Fisslinger on the phone now. The good old-fashioned phone works just well. Johannes, you're <laughs> calling from Germany, and uh, thank you so much for calling in and being on the show. Yes, thank you, Friedemann. Really a pleasure being here with you, and it's always great to be on your show, and your work is absolutely amazing. I was just at the break we were talking about you know, speaking at the Lifestyle Medicine Summit, which just finished a week ago, and people loved your talk and your exercise and really were raving about, you know, your expertise in terms of anxiety and, and, and fear and so on. So thank you for what you do. Oh, you're so welcome. You know, uh, this was just uh, such also an eye-opener for me because I learned through the different talks and presentations a lot. And this uh, the the film that you put together was just in itself already a gem to watch. Now, is there a way for people to watch that film again? Well, how about we make a special screening just for your audience? <laughs> oh, that would be great. How, how would we do that? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. You know, I just uh, give you the link and access and you can send it out to your community for a couple of days. They can watch it. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I did one movie a few years ago about yoga, the Titans of yoga, and didn't do anything for a while. And and when we decided to do the Lifestyle Medicine Summit, I said, well, what, what can we do to really educate people about this? You know, what is lifestyle medicine? And it's like, you know, we can reverse 80%. I mean, 80% of health issues, chronic health issues can be reversed. Most people can't even grasp that, but that's the science, right? We know that that's true. And, uh, and I kind of like what we did at the beginning of the movie where we started with that uh, concept is that, you know, every industry has been disrupted or, or radically transformed and changed over the last 10, 20 years, like, you know, shopping Amazon or, or, or music, right. And, uh, just digitally and, and, you know, and all these industries totally have been changed and improved. Just one hasn't, <laughs> which is healthcare, right? I mean, it, it seems to be becoming more expensive instead of actually less. Every industry kind of cost goes down, right? No healthcare. It goes up tremendously. You know, and, and we seem to not be able to get a grasp on that. And there are many reasons, obviously. But I think we as consumers and healthcare is also driven by us consumers. Instead of just consuming blindly without taking responsibility, we need to say, hey, stop. I'm the boss. I'm paying you. You know, I choose the, the, the care that I feel is right for me. And that is, is huge. But it also requires education because, you know, right now, if uh, I would say about what 80, 90% of people go to a doctor when they have a health issue, and there's just this one option right now, which mostly is medication, right? We write a prescription and there's medication and other things too that, you know, which we call the traditional medicine uh, model. And so kind of, you know, a few years ago, I was thinking, how can we shift that? And I thought, well, Somebody, well, why is nobody writing lifestyle prescriptions, right? Green prescriptions or lifestyle prescriptions. And like, like many times, you know, 
I was waiting for somebody to do it and then nobody did. So I said, I guess I have to do it, right? <laughs> and uh -huh. so I decided to really push, push and educate people about that option because just if everybody imagines, right, if we, if, if we go to a doctor and the doctor would say, and that's going to happen over the next few years, the doctor is going to say, well, okay, you have high blood pressure, right? Which is huge pandemic really in, in, in every country. Well, okay, here we go. You ha we have the symptom treatment kind of our X medication. I can write your prescription. You get a, a you know, a medication that kind of helps you to a certain degree, has side effects maybe. And then the other option is you get a lifestyle prescription. We, we put you on a lifestyle medicine uh, re regimen and they can choose. And right now we don't have a choice. And so all we were trying to say is there should be, there needs to be a choice. It's really interesting that you say this. There was actually recently a study that was doing exactly that, that was, you know, basically investigating what happens when people are encouraged uh, with high blood pressure to uh, just, you know, change their lifestyle. Basically, they are told, you know, you can uh, go for walks, you can, you know, meditate, you can... Uh, you know, go into maybe understanding what stresses you out and resolve that. So really understanding more how to deal with the root. Now, the caveat of this whole thing was that there was a group of people that was considered very positive and very optimistic. And they were saying, yes, I want to take responsibility and I want to move forward and I want to take care of my health. And then there was the other group that basically was more like, oh my God, I have high blood pressure. Oh, that means I'm going to have a stroke or a heart attack. I need to fix it right away. And that was more the negative, fearful approach. Now, the people that had the positive attitude were much more likely to stay also on track with their prescription of dealing with not just the symptoms, but also the root causes, whereas the others dropped off doing the things that kept them healthy and they were sticking more to the medicine. So I think this shows it's not just the doctors who need to change their perception on health and healing. It's also us patients who really need to change the responsibility over our health and our body. We cannot just lean back and say, well, I'm just going to take that pill and it's going to take care of it. We also need to really do the work. And uh, I mean, I can imagine you have seen this as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, we get the healthcare system that we kind of want or, or decide for. And that, that's what I was saying before. Uh, it requires education. And, and part of, I think, what we're going to talk about today is the, the mind-body connection, which actually there is not really a mind-body connection, right? It's actually a body-mind social connection, right? We cannot mm. separate ourselves from our social environment. You know, this influences the life that we experience directly influences us, our emotions, our thoughts, and our physical body. And the, this ability of our body, as you said, I think at the intro, that the body it has a powerful ability to heal itself. And right. using that is, is something we all can do, you know, in simple ways in our own life or as health professionals. Absolutely. Now, would you say that, you know, looking at, uh, at your own life, that your awareness on, you know, this is the first time I actually hear this uh, mind-body, how do you call it, societal uh, connection or environmental uh, so, social, connection? Social. Social connection. Oh, yeah, so you know, we, we call would, it social. Yeah. 
you know, because uh, I remember at the, you know, at the early days that uh, the mind-body connection, and especially the work of Meta Medicine, Dr. Hammer, was really a, a big focus. And I think you have done some wonderful, uh, you know, work and research in this regard. Now, the the changing to lifestyle. How did that come about? I mean, why did you change from focusing on the mind body to including now the social aspects? Uh, we we kind of always did, but it wasn't just as much the focus wasn't on that. The, the reason why I really focus on lifestyle prescription is that uh, it's something that I believe can really change healthcare. Because, as an example, if you have a doctor, they have 10, 15 minutes per client, per patient. That's all they have, and they get they just don't get paid to spend more time. So the question is, how can they help their clients, and how can they, instead of prescribing drugs, do a quick analysis, quick diagnosis, and either refer to someone for another diagnosis or give drugs or you know, sometimes physical therapy? I mean, how can we bring in lifestyle medicine, lifestyle modification, right, where we bring in emotions and thoughts and the nutrition, right? Do we have enough exercise? What's our nutrition like and so on? How can we integrate that? And so to me, that's what lifestyle prescriptions can do once doctors just, you know, spend five, 10 minutes and we have these beautiful charts where they know the connection between specific organs or symptoms to specific emotions. Like for example, you know, stomach mucosa, if people have a stomach mucosa and ulceration in the stomach or even digestive system in general, we know very, very often there's a lot of anger that is that we hold in that part of our body. And so once we know that connection, and the anger is actually about kind of a fighting situation where we fight with someone, you know, if it's the job or the partners or, or the neighbor is invading our, our garden, right, or whatever that might be, whatever ticks us off and stresses us. And once we know the connection between the life situations that we experience and the emotions we feel and our symptoms, it's like, wow, we have this aha moment suddenly. And even if you don't, as a therapist or a doctor, we don't have a lot of time maybe, but we can plant the seed, we can educate. And then it's so much easier to shift and change. Like, for example, you know, I had, I had a client a while ago, you know, he he was working in church and it was very engaged there. And then he saw that somebody misappropriated money or stole money, right? And that got ticked him off so much, right? And that's where the stomach mucosa, the stomach alteration started, and he got really angry. And but he had no idea that that situation had to do with mm. the stomach being mm-hmm. stressed and being overactivated. Once he did, it was very easy to just kind of make some small life changes. That's why it's lifestyle medicine, lifestyle prescriptions, right? And things started to improve tremendously without even doing therapy. And another thing that I started to realize is that. And I think that is a huge one for for me and I hope for everybody that listens. Now, symptoms, the symptoms that we experience are actually more like habits. If we start to see our physical symptoms, you know, stomach pain, uh, high blood pressure, you know, swellings in our body, headaches, whatever it is. When we, once we see them as habits, right, we, we live a certain way, we eat a certain way, we experience emotions a certain way, we think certain thoughts, right, I'm, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, skeletal system is usually affected. So how we live is directly linked to our physical body and the symptoms that we experience. And so in that sense, it's really a habit. And the beautiful thing is we can change habits. 
right? So it makes it much right. easier for us to understand that. Well, I can change habits if I really want to, and that will affect our physical body and on our, on our mental state too. Yeah. Well, I think there is, you know, certainly the the habit approach as a, or the habit uh, interpretation as something more chronic. But then I believe also that we have to see the the acute onset of an illness as an acute metaphor for what may be going on in your life. And you mentioned before anger and uh, the digestive system. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm thinking about, you know, the these cases that we can really learn a lot from, you know, for example, uh, the, the Joe Paterno, who was this uh, Penn State football coach, and there was this big scandal on on his uh, on his team, and uh, you know, eventually, I think he got uh, uh, released, and uh, and as soon as he the career ended in a in a violent way, in a way that basically his whole legacy just collapsed under that scandal. He developed um, uh, lung cancer and uh, and died. And yeah. so, you know, this is something that just happens over and over again, where we can see that people are in a very stressful situation and the body is reacting to the stress. And we want to talk more about what the body actually does, if the body is just collapsing or if we really can see the body is sending us messages of what's going on that we need to to deal with and address, which is very much what, for example, Chinese medicine has been teaching for long, long times. But if you have any questions, call in 888-418-6890. If you do have a chronic illness, if you want to get some advice on what to do, to change your lifestyle in order to accelerate the healing. If you do feel like you have some symptoms and you want to know if there is anything maybe going on in the mind-body connection realm that you can address in order to, to also heal that symptom, heal what you're dealing with, call in 888-418-6890 or just chat with us on that chat box, type in a question on Transformation Talk Radio, and we will be happy to answer it. And now it's a break. We will be right back. Miss any shows during the week? We've got you covered. With the free Transformation Talk radio app, you'll have access to all of the past week's shows in the palm of your hand. Tune in to Transformation Talk Radio anywhere you go with our free app for any of your devices. Check out our app in the App Store and Google Play Store today. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Bree Gibbs is a fourth-generation high priestess with the knowledge to raise your vibration and conscious creation. Offering a wide variety of services from goddess light and shamanic healing seminars to private reading sessions, Bree works with you so you too can stand in your own power. 
Isn't it about time you took your life into your own hands? For more information about Breeze services and products, visit silvergaia.com. That's silvergaia.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. Do you feel that there's a bigger, better life for you? Is there anything holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? If you'd like to find your life's true purpose and calling, join the world's foremost authority on primal spirituality. David Carr share in Becoming a Sun Radio, emotional and spiritual intelligence for a happy, fulfilling life. Tune in once a month to Becoming a Sun Radio with David Carr share on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit davidcarshare.com today. Tune in to the Psychic Professors Show, The Voices of Spirit Radio, with international medium and spirit artist Dr. Susan Barnes on Transformation Talk Radio, featuring a variety of spiritual topics such as psychic art, spiritualism, EVP, psychic development, and mediumship. This hit call-in show provides listeners with breakthrough wisdom to enliven and enlighten their lives. Visit spiritartgallery.net for show days and times. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. I'm here with my guest, Johannes Fisslinger, and we are talking about health and well-being, healing, lifestyle, changing of lifestyle, mind-body connection, all those wonderful things that can help us to just not only improve on our own well-being, not only accelerate that uh, that process of getting well again, but also, and I think that's really important, to feel more empowered when it comes to our health, when it comes to our healing, because in many ways there is, as I said before, such a disempowerment, and in many ways also such a distrust. Now, personally, I feel we need to take responsibility because how well, when you think about it, are you connected to your body? How well do you take care of your body? I mean, most of us take better care of their cars or the computers than of their bodies because, you know, we clean them and we tune them up and we remove viruses. But when our body is really aching, when it's, you know, forcing us to stop, when we are not able to go to work, that's maybe when we are realizing, oh, I do have a body and I totally forgot because we are so focused on being in our heads. One of those analogies, or not analogies, examples that always strikes me is just looking into the gym and seeing how people work their body, but they are not really there. They are watching TV or reading a book while they're on the treadmill, and, and they kind of let their body do its own thing without really feeling present with it. And if we really think about it, does our body not also need not only TLC, but doesn't our body 
also need some guidance, something where we are teaching our body on how we want it to behave. Now, Johannes, what do you think about it? When it comes, for example, to healing, do you believe the body listens to your input? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that is the biggest change in consciousness and awareness we can generate. And it's really an effort, right? Because we're so programmed otherwise, where we feel our body has a, making, making mistakes or something is wrong with you, right? I have suddenly have a headache or back pain or an eczema in the body or whatever it might be. And we say, oh my God, why do I have this now, right? And once we realize that all these symptoms that we experience, that's intelligence expressing itself, right? It's our body actually trying to adjust to the stressors that we have, the conflict that we experience, and obviously nutrition and all these other things that we know, like nutrition, fitness, play a major role. And once we start to realize that our body is constantly actually healing itself, I'm calling my body and our, our bodies like healing machines, right? It's one of these, these most empowering thoughts that our body actually is healing constantly. Now, there's so many things that we can do to support that. We can detox, right? We can eliminate things that are not aligned with us, that don't support us. So food, right? Just, just if you think that way, well, what I'm eating, and that's an exercise, a simple exercise. It's part of lifestyle medicine concept, right? Where you, you constantly, you, you just watch what you eat, awareness, you create awareness of what you eat, and ask yourself, well, is that supporting me? Right? Mm. Is that recharging my mitochondria, like these little batteries in my, every cell has these little batteries, right? Is that really charging me up, or does it actually put chunk or stress into my system? The same with emotions, right? If I'm upset a lot and, and I'm stepping back and say, well, is this actually really supporting me? Do I really need to be upset, right? The same with our thoughts, like, you know, like, um, you know, I, I need to do this to be happy or I need a partner to be happy or as I said before, I, 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 don't, I don't feel good enough or, uh, you know, these, these automated thoughts that are not conscious but unconscious, right? right? That are right. triggered by life situations. We can just step back and say, is that a thought that really supports us? So we can do so much to heal ourselves, to support that healing mechanism in our body. Now, you know, I believe um, that it all starts also with the awareness that our body is talking back to us. I remember when um, both my parents got ill and it was pretty clear that they won't live uh, very much longer and I being in Seattle was far away from them being in Germany and um, you know within a few days I had this incredibly painful sciatic uh, nerve inflammation and uh, you know it was really something that prevented me from sitting and when I went to my parents to see them and it was you know the thought that I may see them for the last time I couldn't even sit in the plane I actually had to stand for most of the time because it was so painful and uh, once I was there you know I knew that it had something to do with the root which you know in the chakra uh, tradition it's like 
you know, the the place where you feel like this is where I belong, this is where you know my identity uh, comes from, that rootedness. So of course, when both of your parents are about to die, your roots are challenged. So I was aware of that. But what I wasn't aware is that it was also a sign of me feeling completely powerless, being so far away. And as soon as I was right. there, and as soon as I was able to help my dad, just simple things, helping him to go to the bathroom, you know, feeding him, just sitting by the bedside, but I was present. That pain disappeared within just a few hours. It was magic. It was like, you know, everything inside Isn't of me relaxed. Amazing? It was absolutely amazing, and and it really made me realize that my body was talking to me, but I didn't listen. And I think we have just to be aware of also like with food. Yes, there are things that we know are good for us, but then there are also things that the body wants you. You know, I really learned to listen to thirst, which I completely ignored in the past. Let's have another coffee rather than drinking a glass of water. And and since I'm listening to my body when it's thirsty, there is so much more also harmony in there. It's almost like your body can tell you, okay, I need to, some fruit. No, I don't like some cheese today. I would rather have, you know, whatever, an apple. So it's it's just one of those things where we can also fine tune into our awareness and notice not only you know with nutrition but also like you said with thoughts and how does our body react where does a thought or an emotion get projected onto and what happens then you know do we con- constrict do we get tense do we feel a physical symptoms things like that and and with that I wanted to ask you Johannes because you did work quite a bit in the past on that mind body connection and uh, and also, you know, have really worked on that uh, on that notion that illnesses are connected to, for example, inner conflicts. Tell us a little bit more about that. Right. Well, you know, at its core, this is really what's the, the deep root cause of every health issue that we have, that we experience inner conflicts um, that that trigger us into this fight-flight response, right, where we or stress response. And and depending on which organ is affected, we have different symptoms. The moment we let go of that stressor, that conflict, you know, the symptoms start to disappear or the body starts to heal, basically. And let me maybe just give you a couple examples to make that a bit more clear. You know, we've seen just, again, like I said before, Stomach mucosa, this alteration of the stomach, right? We have just a very, very sensitive stomach. It's very often or almost all the time so far I've seen uh, connected to this this anger, territorial anger, like fighting with someone, right? Or I, I need to defend my space, what I've considered to be space, often work or relationship related. You know, and, and some of the things that are so obvious, right? He, the ears, right? The ears are about hearing. So usually it's some conflictive situation that we hear uh, or that we experience that just is auditory, right? It's, let's say, somebody screaming at us, and we, it, that just creates internal shock situation. Our body freezes, and the ears, the inner ear, for example, starts to react. And you might have a tinnitus at some point that's usually right. connected to that. Right. Um, we right. might, uh, for an example, we have... Maybe let's take the breast because one of the um, 
areas that I'm very, very interested in because my grandmother had breast cancer and unfortunately was operated. So she, and there was a mistake has been done and she couldn't use her right arm anymore. It was very tragic, right? And, um, and, and, you know, with breast cancer, we've seen, and actually we don't calling it breast cancer anymore because the majority, especially the carcinoma in situ type of uh, diagnosis that we get, and the National Institute of Health actually agrees on that, now, finally, that it's an inflammation. It's an inflammation of the breast duct. It's, mm. it's not really a cancer. It's just more an inflammation swelling kind of process. And that, we found, it has a lot to do with the loss of someone I want to nurture, I love, which is pretty obvious, mm-hmm. right, in many mm-hmm. ways. And I've seen again and again, it's usually connected to relationships we had. Usually, you know, there was a very traumatic split up in a relationship. Often, the strong inflammation actually is happening when we have a new partner because our body right. actually now has is resolving that stress that affects the breast ducts um and 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 that's when we feel it and and so you know it's really interesting because a lot of women say well actually my life started to really become better and now suddenly i have this symptom and and, and the, the beautiful thing which dean ornish and many others have proven now that through lifestyle medicine through proper, uh, precise lifestyle modifications, we can reverse this process. We can help the body uh, to heal in a natural way, you know, so this inflammation starts to slowly heal or heal very fast. Now, Now, I uh, have to ask you, though, I have to ask Mm -hmm. you quickly, though, let's say, for example, you know, you have, uh, you know, your wife developing breast cancer. And you would be in a situation where you would see, okay, I see there is a conflict. I see there is a reason for her to have that inflammatory response. Would you completely say, I'm going to only recommend to her to do the lifestyle change, lifestyle prescription, or would you still also explore the medical traditional route? Well, well, first of all, I'm not a medical doctor, so I can't do a diagnosis or, or recommend treatment anyways, and that's, I never would right. do that. You right. know, we're more like health coaches that guide someone, and at the end, we come back to responsibility. What is it that a client would like to do? What's, what's, where do they feel is the best choice of action? Now, that requires education. For example, with a lot of the um, you know, inflammations, a lot of treatments that I feel you know, are done right now, they're, they're, we, we start too early to come in with the big guns, right? With the big weapons. Right. Right. Uh, why? And, and there's a question that I would ask or suggest everyone to ask the doctor. If they say, well, we have to do this right now, this treatment, this medication. Ask, what if, is it possible to maybe wait for a month or two? Ask your doctor, right? If they say, well, it's probably okay to wait a month or two, it's not like a super emergency when we have to do something right away. Absolutely clear case. But in so many cases, it would be totally okay, and the doctor probably would say it's acceptable to wait another month or two. Then use that time for very targeted, very specific lifestyle modifications that address nutrition, that address the conflicts, the emotions, the thought patterns, the social environment, right? Are you still in an environment that just triggers you to stress again and that organ symptoms start to increase because you're just in an environment that's not supportive for health? Right. So, but the point is there are options. And at the end, you know, obviously I had clients that decided for the traditional uh, route. 
even then it's important you fully believe it, right? You fully, surely kind of go that route and you're 100% aligned with it and you know you're coming out okay afterwards. The same thing really is true with going the lifestyle medicine route, you know, which is more lifestyle modification. If you go in fully, we might call this a placebo, but at the end, it's this inner knowing that I'm going to be okay. It's kind of what you talked about before about the research study, right? The people that are positive, they know that, they know that's the thing they want to do, they totally align with it, they're going to be fine. Oh, it's very powerful. I mean, there the study uh, investigated 6,000 women over uh, almost two decades, and they found that the women who had emotional vitality, which was you know defined by optimism, a sense of purpose, a sense of empowerment, those women had uh, 16% lower risk of dying from cancer, 30% lower risk from dying from heart disease, 40% lower risk from dying from stroke, 50% lower risk of dying from infection. I mean, it's a, it's very powerful to have that kind of resource internally. But, and this is something I think we have to really mention, a lot of people that are getting ill and you tell them about, well, let's look at what we can do from lifestyle perspective or from, you know, the emotional deeper root causes, they do feel initially, oh, so you're blaming me for my illness. So I'm the one who is responsible. And that makes them feel, right. you know, guilty and bad. And so what do you usually in those cases tell those uh, well, clients? You know, I, I think that, 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 that is true, that, that that might be a first thought, but that's very easy. I mean, we, none of us decided to have a symptom, right? None of us did. So it's really a non-issue, you know? It, it's like something that we can easily reframe. And, well, up to, up to this point, yeah, we didn't decide to have a, an inflammation or whatever. The body does its thing. It's 80% is unconscious. But the that's moment, right. you know, we know, we know that connection between the body, mind, and social, um, now we can do something about it and taking action. That is something we have to do. If we don't do anything, we just wait or, or do nothing or, or just focus on the symptom treatment, very unlikely it gets better on the long run. And, you know, I, in, in one of the presentations that actually is initially from Dr. Dean Ornish, Dr. Ornish, is like this, this image, right, where we're mopping up the floor all the time, right, as a health professional or individuals. We have a symptom and say, let's fix it, let's mop it up, right? So the, the, the floor is over flooding with water and we're just trying to dry it and mop it up without, without like looking back and say, oh my God, there's a faucet right. in the corner, the faucet is actually running, right? So why don't we just turn off the faucet? Then there is no water on the floor. And that's really the principle of lifestyle medicine and lifestyle prescription, finding what are the root causes and then addressing them. And yes, it maybe is, it maybe is, uh, requires actually some involvement. It means that we have to change. And that obviously is something that a lot of people, you know, might say, well, I'm not sure, first of all, how to change and then might need help. And I think that's where you, me, our lifestyle prescription health coaches, come in where they can help someone guide through this process. And I think that's really important. It is about education. It is about learning what is right for you. And it is also about then taking action. Because there are certainly uh, studies that showed that just thinking positively when you're ill 
doesn't do anything. In fact, some people have found that if you think, oh, I'm going to be fine, I'm going to be fine, I'm going to be fine, I'm going to beat that cancer, that that somehow created a stress reaction inside of you that made you actually feel worse. Why? Because it's not just a thought. You really have to also have a feeling with it. You have to have a belief with it, and you have to follow it up with action. You know, just telling yourself something that you don't really believe or telling yourself something that you still at the end feel completely powerless about doesn't necessarily, it's not, it's like a magic spell. You, you don't really believe that it's going to work. So this is where this lifestyle medicine comes in, where it's also important to say, okay, what can I do to back it up? Whether it is nutrition, whether it is changing your habits. Like uh, I think a lot of people would admit that they don't really have good habits to regenerate. How often, you know, when you think about, and I'm sure that more and more studies will show it, when you think about the the balance between the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, the sympathetic nervous system being like the stress response and the parasympathetic nervous system being more this rejuvenating part of our nervous system, the part that's about healing and digestion and resting, there is a complete imbalance from most people. We spend more time in the sympathetic nervous system and in the parasympathetic nervous system. That means we are constantly basically under that electricity that makes us you know, run and fight and flight. And, and that is something that is not sustainable for the body. That is like running the engine always hot. So getting more often into the parasympathetic nervous system may mean turn off Netflix before you go to bed and listen to some quiet music. Stop maybe, you know, thinking about everything that may have gone wrong on this day and change your thought more to things that you actually appreciate about and that you enjoyed about yourself rather than maybe feeling like you have to, at the end of the day, when you're already completely tired, push yourself to have a heavy workout that actually may drain you even further, maybe it's better for you just to do a little bit of stretching or yoga and then ease in to that more relaxing parasympathetic phase. And um, uh, Johannes, I'm sure you can add something to that list as well. What would you say can really help the parasympathetic nervous system to just has its fair share on a daily basis? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. You know, it's this, this balance between sympathetic, parasympathetic, or, you know, we call it stress and regeneration. And actually, the right. interesting part, we have different symptoms, right, in the stress and the regeneration phase. And being aware that there are these switches and changes is, is I think, very, very revealing. I mean, there's so many things we can do, you know, and I, I'm just going to go through the four basic principles in lifestyle medicine. The first one is nutrition. Obviously, it's our hardware, right? How can we charge up our hardware, give it the best quality foods? It's, you know, so many people now with the internet, they start to be afraid. Oh, and I've read I can't eat this. I've read I shouldn't eat that. Forget about all that. I mean, it's really common sense in so many ways. We can fine tune, you know, if we have a good dietitian that can help us, a lifestyle medicine practitioner, then we fine tune. But at its core, Eat what's natural, what has a high quality nutrients in them, right? If it's drinks mm-hmm. or foods and obviously breathing exercises. I mean, it's powerful just to use 
kind of a yoga or any type of breathing exercise on a daily basis, have a regimen in the morning where we do 10, 15 minutes, maybe yoga or meditation, mm -hmm. mindfulness, and consciously breathe or before we go to bed. Right. So, so that's the nutritional part, but then also the fitness, right? Walking on a regular basis. These basic things that we know work and are scientifically proven. And, you know, it's mostly for us that we might start it and think about it, of doing it, and we don't do it on a regular basis. So my suggestion would be to start. So my lifestyle prescription to everybody listening <laughs> would yes. be, you know, start to create one little habit at a time, maybe for one week, you focus on nutrition and improve it. If you just improve 1% every day, I think that's so absolutely doable for everybody, right? 1% improvement in one of these areas a day. Well, after what, 90 days, you have 90%. Pretty amazing, right? That's Actually, amazing. a boot camp coming up where we focus on that. Yeah. So, again, so, so Johannes, how can one. people, unfortunately, you know, we are running out of time. I want to make sure that people know how to find out more about it. So where can they go to find out more about what you do with lifestyle medicine? Yes. So basically you go to lifestyle prescriptions with a S, lifestyleprescriptions.tv. We have a search directory for health professionals, lifestyle um, medicine practitioners, lifestyle prescription health coaches. Actually, we have a boot camp, boot camp coming up. It's a three-month online program where we guide you through these lifestyle changes. Absolutely amazing. Also, for health professionals, we have, you know, health coach trainings. And we actually start like the, we have a technology like a thermography, which is an amazing FDA-approved uh, uh, system that helps basically to show exactly what you said: the parasympathetic stress and regeneration phase. We can monitor these lifestyle changes. So, so lots of exciting stuff there, lifestyleprescriptions.tv. Lifestyleprescriptions.tv. Thank you so much, Johannes. This was fabulous. And of course, like always, way too short. And if you want to listen to a rerun of that show, go to the YouTube channel, Dr. Friedman Schaub YouTube channel. You can watch it even as a TV, as a video. And also, if you want to learn more about the work I'm offering, go to thefearandanxietysolution.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening to another exciting show about empowerment and how we can live with greater health, well-being, and confidence. I wish you a great rest of the week. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedemann Schaub. Join Dr. Friedemann the first and third Wednesday each month at 11 a.m. Pacific as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. Discover how you can use the power of your mind to overcome stress, anxiety, and overwhelm and create a solid foundation of confidence and self-esteem. Learn cutting-edge tools so that you can approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. To learn more about what Dr. Schaub can do for you, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com.